I had read the new Jonathan Kahn book Return of the Gods when it first came out in September of 2022, and I liked it a lot. But the content at even that time seemed a bit too obscure for mainstream politics. But now we are just a few months into 2023, and not even eight months have passed, but the trans movement has exploded, the government has been caught lying to us about many things, especially the proxy war with Russia and virtually everywhere we look where the government is involved in an out-of-control level of evil that people are perplexed with, we see a vast maliciousness that most just can't get their minds around. It doesn't surprise me, but I spend a lot of time thinking about these things in all kinds of -of out-of-the-box ways. Then I happen to be listening to the Glenn Beck radio show right around Easter of 2023, and he was talking about the Jonathan Kahn book. Kahn is most known for his Harbinger books, but this was different, this return of the gods, because it dealt with something that was very much aligned with my way of thinking, that the ancient gods from Sumerian culture and the early Bible were making their way back into the world from times long past, and that their influence explained a lot about the vast level of evil that we are seeing presently. Who are these gods they are talking about? Well, I've been leading up to this kind of discussion for most of the last year because if you really want to solve the problem, you have to go to where the problem is, and in this case, it's spiritual enemies who live likely in the realms of quantum mechanics, and originally were living creatures that probably didn't even come from Earth, but settled in the Middle East area to start off as gods among the people they interacted with. And that's where things get too weird for most people to deal with, and the narrative quickly falls apart. But even that is by design. Jonathan Kahn is a rabbi who specializes in scriptural interpretation, and when reading the Bible, especially as a grown adult with lots of life experiences, it becomes very clear that Yahweh, the God of the Bible, the only God that Christian people were to worship, was extremely vengeful of the gods of the land of Canaan and that the creation of the people of Israel for him was a kind of modern Tea Party movement or Maga. He gave the people of Israel the Ten Commandments and promised those who followed them a great life. And history shows us that when the Ten Commandments were used to construct of society, good things did happen. But God, the Yahweh of the Bible, was constantly frustrated that his people kept cheating on him with other gods, which are the gods that Jonathan Kahn talks about in his book as if they were not long dead, but were making yet again a comeback into the world of the living. Which I am certain is true. Are these the same gods and entities from such a long time ago? I think it's actually much more complicated than just the three gods covered in the book Return of the Gods, which are Baal, Ishtar, and Moloch, the pagan gods who were the primary villains of the Bible. This would mean to the masses that all the gods of the Bible were not fictional characters but were likely, through quantum entanglement, to be with us today on a global scale and were shaping the movement behind globalism in general. These were the gods of the desecrators of Davos, the World Economic Forum, the efforts of communism, and the many wars that have occurred over the last century or more. And that concept to most people is extremely unsettling because we sort of think about events in the Bible over and done with, from a time well before ours. But when the efforts of Baal, Ishtar, and Malek, or as I think of him, Marduk, is understood, we can see that the same battle for the souls of mankind is well underway and never left us, and over time has only gained in strength. Dealing with this kind of evil was what J.R.R. Tolkien did best with his Lord of the Rings books, which Peter Jackson made into the very popular movies. They are fantasy stories, but they have a lot of Christian concepts in them that obviously Tolkien was wrestling with as a metaphor for World War I and how global politics works. Ultimately, it wasn't just the deceit of mankind by the ever-present spirit world where even the dead are never really gone and that are always trying to make their way back into the living world. In the Lord of the Rings story, The Dark, 
evil character Sauron is re-manifesting thousands of years after his defeat as a conqueror of the known world. And in the new stories, he is manifesting again to bring evil into the world. In a simplified way, with one bad guy to consider with all the efforts that made up the massively popular books, I think Tolkien touched on more reality than fiction when he contemplated how evil moved through people over vast periods of time. And what Jonathan Kahn was doing with his Return of the Gods was explaining that we were living our own version of Lord of the Rings, only what we were going through was much worse but vastly less obvious. The bad guys came to us not as dark, vile characters that were easy to identify due to their corrosive nature, but they came to us as friends, family, corporate logos, and in politics, and our minds weren't ready to deal with such an evil. Yet, here it is. I'll spend a little time on this topic because it is complicated. I am very impressed with Jonathan Kahn's work and now that Glenn Beck and other media outlets are giving the book a chance, it's worth a bit of a deep dive into this subject. The Return of the Gods is a very popular book within Christian circles. It's the kind of thing that people who visit Cracker Barrel or Chick-fil-A would feel right at home with. If you go to a bookstore and ask where it's at, usually, the employees know exactly where it's at because it's one of their hottest selling authors, even though it's in the Christian book section. But this is a mainstream problem, this evil, and even people who don't spend much time thinking about Christian issues, more than casually, are going to have a challenge wrestling with this one. But to solve the problems we are seeing today, the Bible is actually the mechanism for defeating this evil on the battlefield because that's what Yahweh had done before, even though he was personally frustrated by the results. We like to think that Jesus came along by his Father, God, and made fighting evil to be more like an easy bake oven. Jesus died for our sins. All we had to do was acknowledge Jesus, and we would be saved because that's why God sent him to us. He couldn't keep people from falling to the pagan gods in the masses that they were, so Jesus came along and solved the problem with a kind of ransom for the type of evil we see all about us, and it's been there since the beginning of time. And it's with us now. It never really went away, and when we contemplate the events of our modern news cycles, it's the root cause of most of our problems. And if we want to understand those problems and have a chance to fix them, we must factually deal with that evil and face it with an epic battle that has become the responsibility of our age. We aren't just reading about things that happened a long time ago before we were born. But this is our own history in the making, and it will be up to our resolve to defeat this evil, which I think is our destiny. Yet, before we can do that, we must understand what we are fighting, which is why Jonathan Kahn's book is so important. I can't recommend it enough as quickly as you can get it, and read it. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business